Hey, this is Jordan Wilkins, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here today with Byron Lambert for the week 10 waiver wire edition of the pod. Uh, our apologies from last week for missing it. We had some we had some travel and some family coming into town and uh, we just couldn't get our schedules lined up to uh, lined up to get it done and um by the time we could, I figured you guys might have been <laughs> might have been watching all the proceedings from last Tuesday anyway. So our apologies for that. Uh, but we did, uh, of course, have the cheat sheet up. We were answering all your questions over at rosterwatch.com. You can find all of our content over there, of course, as always. And just a quick reminder, guys, um, if you could give the podcast a, a, a rating and a review and, and Apple Podcasts, it would mean a lot to us. Um, and it would mean a lot to the people who – kind of are the ones who are in charge of how we allocate these resources. They're, they're saying that we need to get a little bit more engagement through the comment, through the uh, likes and stuff like that on YouTube. And also m- really most importantly, the, the ratings and reviews in Apple podcasts. So if you could get that done for us, we would really, really appreciate it. All right. Byron, what the hell's going on, brother? Oh man, just uh, trying to stay out of the way of this hurricane Eta or Eta. That's just taking the most, circuitous path anybody's ever seen of i just i saw that man i saw that just like i i I know that people want the football takes but you're you're there in florida like that that's the weirdest looking it looks like a i mean so it goes it comes down it comes up over cuba it comes back down like it's gonna head back down towards mexico then it takes a u-turn back up towards the the florida sun coast huh so it looks like it's or maybe it's gonna shift even more back towards alabama and mississippi yeah, those poor folks up there in the Panhandle in the Mobile area, man, they just they're in a bad spot up there where they take the brunt a lot a lot of these storms. So it looks like that's where it's headed, and you know, obviously that thing will spawn off a bunch of rain and bands of wind that'll hit the rest of us here and there. But it's cost to do. It looks business. like it's probably going to the Panhandle, but who knows, man? I mean, this is the thing. These after seeing the way this one's moved around, uh, I can understand why it's <laughs> hard to be in the business of predicting what these storms are going to do. Man, at least it's not going to hit those people in southeastern Louisiana again. Uh, you know, like just the, those are the poor folks that can't afford one. It's, it's, it's been a while since 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 the Mobile Bay's been hit. Man, they've taken two they got, direct. The hits. Mobile Bay got something earlier this year, didn't they? I'm almost sure they got a bad. Southeastern Louisiana took the hit from Zeta, and then they took the hit from. Um, uh, what was the other mobile one? had like 100 mile an hour winds remember those pictures from the park by spotted t i was texting to you and oh Matt yeah kelly that whole place yeah. was torn up dude they got blown out this year already once 
People are already asking us sit star questions. Guys, uh, we don't even have I, – I just now made the matchup tool. We haven't run our models. We haven't done anything. But I'd imagine that Robert Woods versus the versus the Seahawks is where I would go there, Christian Kirk versus Robert Woods. This is the Waiver Wire podcast. If you have questions about um, which players you might want to drop to pick up some of these other players or whether players you know are droppable in your league to make moves on the Waiver Wire, please load those up in the YouTube chat. And I have some that I've written down myself as well, and we'll get to those at the very end. Let's just start out, Byron. Like you said, man, it's we might get through this pot a little quicker than usual this week. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the best looking. Uh, it's it's through no fault of your own. You, you can only work with what you have to work with. Before we talk about the running backs, though, let me just say Christian uh, Christian McCaffrey looks like he's going to be out for maybe another week, and. It didn't happen in any of my leagues, but I did see some people in the industry tweeting that Mike Davis was dropped in like you know twenty five to thirty percent of leagues once Christian McCaffrey got back. If that happened in your league, by all means, you know Mike Davis is the by far the top pickup and, and a, a guy that you would want to uh, get get in and uh, roll with immediately. So I would just I would put that caveat in there. He wouldn't have showed up in Byron in Byron's player pool because these are all players that are uh, less than what less than 40% or so owned or something, 50% owned. Yeah, we bumped it up a little bit this year. So guys that are, you know, usually less than 60% try to cast a little bit bigger net this year. Okay. Well, Mike Davis falls just out of that parameter. If he's available, that's who you want to go pick. You would agree that you would want him over any of these dirt balls, right? Yeah. I'm surprised that I guess folks maybe had to drop him last week, but surprised that, People didn't kind of see that one out. Well, all right. So at the very top here, you have, um, uh, and you can, um, you can. Why don't you just, you you can look and see where Byron has the where he's going to put the free agent bids and stuff like that. How much you bid on each each of these guys by going to rosterwatch.com, downloading the waiver wire cheat sheet. But Byron, like towards the top here, is definitely Duke Johnson. He came in whenever uh, David Johnson was set up for. Really, really big action last week versus Jacksonville. And when he did, he played 81% of snaps. He had four targets. He had 20 touches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Looked actually really good. Maybe even looked more effective than um, looked more effective than even David Johnson has. Uh, is this a one week kind of one week pickup? Uh, because David Johnson could be back. I mean, he's in the concussion protocol and Houston does get Cleveland this week, which kind of funnels more to the passing game. With that being said, we did see the four targets out of, out of, out of Duke this week. Uh, yeah. It remains to be seen if it's even a one week play at all. I mean, it could be a situation where David Johnson gets cleared and it's, this doesn't turn out to be much, but at this point of the week, he's a guy that's got a pretty clear path to what would be a, uh, that's been a nice role for fantasy running back. Even David Johnson hadn't really been that good, but he's really plugged away quite nicely as an RB2, and I don't really see any reason why Duke Johnson in a one-game scenario wouldn't be able to fill right in for that. So I think you're picking him up on the hedge that that does happen. It, you know, I think there's a pretty good chance that Duke Johnson will have a clear path this week, but also I would say if you're a David Johnson owner, you're going to have to go, you know, you're going to have to think about going pretty hard after Duke Johnson if you haven't already had him handcuffed. So I think that kind of just drives him to the top of the heap this week. I didn't even, I didn't even think about the, uh, I didn't even think about the the stuff with Duke, Duke Johnson, Cleveland revenge. 
<laughs> I'm done with these damn revenge games, man. <laughs> Why, man? Some of these guys are vengeful, vengeful guys. You can't forget about them if if if, if it's Deshaun Jackson. Maybe you can forget about it for some of the others. Um, <laughs> Jordan Wilkins, what do you think? What, Jesus, what is, what is going on with, with Jonathan Taylor? We have people asking if, if they can drop this guy. Well, the Colts are about to enter an amazing stretch for fantasy running backs from week 10 through, I think it's through week 15. There's an awesome stretch here that's going to take us, you know, through like the most important part of the regular season here down the stretch and then on into the playoffs. So if, if you're if it's even possible to get a beat on one of those dudes i think they're going to pay off i think the nightmare situation is that maybe it's just you know a total split time it'll be difficult you know to know what to expect it was 34 percent snap count 13 touches for wilkins this last week 31 percent snap count and eight touches for jonathan taylor this last week so i yeah it's probably pretty difficult to tell but Jordan Wilkins is is in these matchups is probably a flex at this point. And if he is going to continue to emerge over Taylor, there's some upside from there through this stretch. So, I mean, not a guaranteed dude. We're not recommending a ton of budget spent on him, but there's kind of a whole group of running backs right there on the sheet this week. Alex are guys that they're not guarantees that they're, you know, that they're stepping into they're really filling the entire roles in the situations that they're expected to fill into right now. And also it's unclear how much longer any of these guys are going to have viability uh, as the lead guy over the next few weeks. But, you know, if you can't get Wilkins, there's a couple other ones on there that I think would fill in just as well. So you don't want to go crazy on any of these guys. And I'm talking about players like Wayne Gallman, who is, has been clearly the lead guy with the Giants, but it sounds like Freeman could be back. And even in that case, I still think Gallman's probably looking like the best player there. But I mean, that's clearly potentially a, a potentially viable for one more week, but also could be pretty quickly devolving into you know a low floor flex play. So I kind of put that in the same bucket. DJ Dallas. I mean, how far are we from Chris Carson returning? It was Alex Collins and Travis Homer all got touches last week. Nobody got a lot of touches. Uh, I think it was Dallas that got the – I think it was a touchdown. He still he was still kind of able to lead the backfield, but it was a very weak, a weak, you know, lead in the backfield. How much longer we could trust it, I'm not sure. I think these are kind of guys that you're just hoping to squeak one more week out of them here, and if you get anything else, it's a bonus. And also Gus Edwards, for me, sits atop that list. He's – you know he's been not amazing the last few weeks but he's been serviceable and if uh mark ingram misses any more time i feel really confident in plugging gus edwards in alex i i have zero interest in dj dallas now that we have word that uh chris carson and carlos Hyde are both back that guy has not looked good in, in either of the games that he's had the opportunity even though he's gotten there with with the with the touchdowns he's just i'm i'm convinced that he's just he's not a very good player as I look down the list, um, Jesus, man, Kalen Balaj, could it – there's no way it could be just getting away from Gase, right? I know he didn't play under Gase in 2019 whenever he was still with, my, still with Miami, but he was drafted by Gase. The Gase influence and fingerprints were all over him during his time as a Dolphin. His gay, he was under Gase in the, in the New York Jets. Is there any way – the Kalen Balaj in a new situation has been reborn and maybe looks the way that we do. He looked good during his week of senior bowl practices and he looked good whenever he got, he, he was, he was given the opportunity 
last week for the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, he pl- he played um, 39% of snaps. He had, he had 17 – he was targeted three times. He had 17 total t- touches for 84 yards and a touchdown. There's no way that we can trust Kalen Balazs, right? But, I mean, are you, are you, are you even going to – are you going to pick him up? Are you like, are you, would you, I feel like I, I feel like I have a hard time even picking up Kalen Balaz just cause it's just cause of the history. Probably not. But if Justin Jackson misses time with a knee injury, I mean, it looks like based on what we saw, he's probably the guy that you'd want to give a shot to. I thought he looked good too, but more than anything, I thought he looked interested, which is new for Kalen Balaz. He's, well, he, like he's looked like a disinterested, unmotivated football player that doesn't even care the last few years. So, you know, he has a, guys he, are humans. He has, that a, go he, has along. A, he has a shitty work ethic and stuff, but maybe it's just like he's lost his job now. And like in a new place, Anthony Lynn's kind of a player's guy and a running backs guy. So I don't know. I'm not putting too much stock in it. A lot of these dudes can flash for a week and then go the way of the Dodo bird pretty quickly after that. Uh, but based on the situation, based on what we saw, if, you're having to go down to that portion of the waiver wire sheet. I think he's a pretty obvious candidate this week to take a look at. I'm looking down here. The only other one that really stands out to me, and I, I mean, I was telling you that I think he should be up higher. Maybe we could just have the caveat here on the podcast. If you're in a PPR league, you should definitely be looking at JD McKissick. And I just, I think that, um, I think that Washington's completely screwed. I think that Alex Smith just, he doesn't look like – it's a great story, right? But he's not an NFL quarterback anymore. He's absolutely miserably bad. And all he wants to do is dump the football off to J.D. McKissick. I don't have the – here, I'll just I'll go to the snap counts, targets, and touches. Let's, let me just look and see. I mean, he was – I mean, he had he had, he, he had he had 14 targets last week. He played 83% of snaps. Whenever the – that gives you such a floor in PPR – to where you could almost consider him like a like a running back too, and he's widely, widely, widely available. If they're going to keep playing Alex Smith, they're not going to be elite. They're, they're not going to be ahead with the lead at all. They're going to this dude's going to keep dumping it off the way he always has, and that does even more now. So JD McKissick to me, if I was in a PPR league and even man, even in half point PPR, I'm excited about trying to get him if I can. I went and looked earlier. I wouldn't actually look last night when I was just going over these numbers to see if he was available and he's not available in any of my main two uh, home leagues that I play in with the most play in for the most pride uh, with guys like Byron. Well, that's because track. we've been chasing McKissick on the waiver wire all year. I mean, it's nothing new. I think it stands to reason that this is a new situation that probably, you know, it favors him. Yeah. Yeah, favors him. I, 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 I certainly get all that. I mean, it, yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how much touchdown equity he has, but I don't know how that the Washington football team is going to be scoring a whole lot of touchdowns. So that may be neither here nor there. Yeah. What about, do you want to just, you want to talk about wide receivers? It looks like you're, looks like your big, your big priority this week, sort of, I, it would be my big priority too, but it's, but it's, 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 it's Jalen Rager. I can't believe that he's still hanging out there in a bunch of these leagues. I'm you know, with with as excited as everybody was about Jalen Rager, man, like you figured most leagues people would have picked him up in anticipation of, you know, getting this guy back and getting him really, really involved. Yeah, but the bye week, I think, threw a wrench in that and kind of did us all a favor. He's pretty available, not in our leagues, but in a lot of leagues out there. Rager's available and 
He looked awesome. I just, the main thing is I thought he looked awesome and they were focused on getting him the ball. I think it's the Travis Fulgham, Jalen Rager show at this point. And overall, I believe that offense has heated up some. And we're going to get Miles Sanders back. And could argue he might take some targets away from everybody, but I think you could also argue he's just going to make the offense better, which ultimately be better for everybody. So uh, Jalen Rager needs to be owned and I have a pretty strong feeling he's going to be a guy you can feel confident about starting in your flex most weeks the rest of the way. We have some questions in the chat from people. This Look, we'll, how about this? We'll answer all these questions that don't relate to waivers as soon as the show is over. Um, we'll get to these questions for you guys about Josh Reynolds and what this guy, Andrew Martorano, like he wants to know what moves we would make with this team. Of course, we always recommend you guys listen to the trade cast and those kinds of um, – those kinds of, of podcasts, you know, asking questions over at the site and stuff where we're a little bit, um, a little bit more attuned to them. Um, and also, if you have, if you're wondering about players that you want to drop this week, you can get those players in, and we will ask about them here at the very end after we answer the questions. I was looking on the sheet, Byron, and as I look down uh, here at some of these players, Sterling Shepard really jumps out to me, and it, it only really dawned on me the last few weeks just how consistent he's been over the course of the last two years in games when he's healthy, he's only seen less than six targets five times. And of those five times, four of those games were five target games. He had one two target game earlier this year in the game. He got hurt. His target volume is just so, I mean, he's, he, he, dude, he, he gets a grip of targets every single week. He's a good player. He's a good route runner. Um, I, I've there's, there's, there's a league that, there's a league that I'm in, a dynasty league that I'm in, where I was able to, in a dynasty league, I was able to pick him up off the waiver wire earlier this year when I was facing a bunch of injuries at my wide receivers. And I've been putting him in, putting him in every week these, these last few weeks, and he's been, he's been just fine. Yeah, he's been a really solid waiver pickup for us the last few weeks. He really plugged along with consistency and um, has able to put up some nice scores too. Uh, he seems to have a good connection with Daniel Jones and, I think especially in any PPR formats, he's been just fine. I, I, you know, I think you could argue for him to be a little higher on the sheet this week. The reason he's not is I think Golden Tate is coming back into the mix. Um, but he lives in a group of wide receivers that I really love on waivers this week. Alex, all guys I think you can get for pretty cheap who are solid adds to your roster and could potentially be helpful players this week if you need a guy. I think Mooney in Chicago, it's a good matchup. I think is that with the Vikings this week? Uh, and let see. uh let's see yeah chicago versus minnesota it's not a huge game total but i mean mooney clearly is getting high value targets from yeah. nick Foles, and i, I kind of like him in this matchup the number two uh, matchup on the on the roster watch matchup tool for wide for opposing yeah. wide receivers is minnesota get a little bit goosey about curtis samuel just because of what's been going on with the receivers and Carolina this year, but dude, that guy's been going off, man. <laughs> yes, and uh, you, you really—I mean, you—you you have, you have no other option but to at least consider he's a, it. He's another guy I've been luck boxing it with in that same damn dynasty league, Byron. It's been amazing yeah, these well, last few. Been- That's the thing. That's what the trash man always says, man. It's like sometimes some, some of these injuries or being a little bit thin, man. It kind—it kind of frees you it's up. It's liberating, man. It frees you up to make these plays you kind of want to make. You're like, man, can I can I really play this dude this well, week? Well, think about these people that are like, like. I mean, this sounds crazy, but I mean, right now people and are 
a lot of people feel stuck playing players like Zeke, Zeke. And Clyde Edwards, Elaire, and it's they just, do. dude, it's just, it's like a freaking, it's just, it, it's a trap, and you like, you know, you're walking into it, and but you feel obligated to play those guys, and it's a problem. I mean, especially we do all this work. I mean, we've got all this intel. It's good to put it to use, of course. And then I thought there were a few other ones there, Jacoby Myers. I, you know me, I thought he was going to be the one that would pop a little bit when New England got the wide receiver injuries. He's looked pretty good. He got a lot of targets. Aguilar had the one bad week in the horrible monsoon in Cleveland, but I, that's that can be removed from the game log. Nobody did anything in that game. Aguilar's been good. The volume's not there, but he's been good for fantasy. It's another good matchup this week. I think if you can't get Mooney, and Chicago in that matchup with Minnesota, there's no reason not to look at Miller, who's been getting a lot of targets himself lately. Again, he's got the that, that same good matchup as Mooney. I think a couple of those Bears receivers will probably pop this week. So I think you've got to take a crack on Mooney or Miller. You're probably in decent shape. And then Ruggs simply hasn't delivered, but just based on upside and based on you know his wide availability on waivers, I do think Ruggs needs to be owned and stashed at this point. We'll see if you can ever roll him out with confidence, but I, you know, that's not a guy you want floating around out there on your waiver wire. If you can avoid it. Hey, I have a question. Has, has, has Jacoby Myers, um, big, big brother, who is such a Twitter monitor of his, uh, of his scouting come back on Twitter and, and, and dunked on us for our, for our, for our takes about not liking Jacoby Myers. I'm not sure, but I he seems like the t- he seems like the type that would want to come back and really dunk on you. Um, but <laughs> I haven't seen any of those good, tweets. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's he, he's looked good. He's so. looked good, but after last year, they still tried to shove him to the bottom of the depth chart this year. So, so you Jac- know how these things go, man. Jacoby Myers, teams- overprotective big brother. You're more than welcome to come 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 dunk on us for telling you that, and- that your brother wasn't going to be any good. <laughs> You know, the other guys I might point out for super cheap, you can look at, obviously a lot of people are looking at Alan Lazard, if he can come back and resume a pretty good role in a, what's a really hot Packers offense <laughs> pit. People are excited about the rookie Pittman in Indianapolis, but you know, I was realizing today that it, you know, week 10 is about the time that folks were looking ahead to maybe Paris Campbell beginning to start coming off of IR. Oh, yeah, I didn't season. even think so about I've, that. I buried him down on the sheet a little bit. Just you guys should at least, I didn't find any news on him today, but I think it's time to start keeping an ear to the ground on what's going on with Paris yeah, Campbell. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like that. No, David. If David Montgomery misses with a concussion this week, I don't think it means anything guaranteed for Cordero Patterson, but I think that could result in a little something extra. No Preston Williams in Miami. Could be a sneaky spot for Jakeem Grant, who really looks to have returned to all the speed he ever had before, even in that post, like he had that kind of bad, it wouldn't have fully ruptured Achilles, but he had one of those injuries you're worried. Or maybe it was a patellar. It's one of those injuries yeah. you're worried. He might not ever come back quite the same. He's fast. He looks so fast. <laughs> He's so yeah, fast. He, he looks to have. And then, um, you know, I'm not going to get too excited about Des Bryant in Baltimore, but I think some people are going to start to sniff around that just as, you know, maybe the allure of the unknown, with that situation and um you know i think that's mainly it i think it's interesting to see that you know drew lock is coming to life with the broncos in terms of just they're throwing the ball with a lot of volume and um i think hamler i mean we all know about judy and patrick but it does look like maybe time to start keeping an eye on hamler too in a really deep competitive league 
We see you guys in the chat, man. Um, Garrett Woodsworth, Andrew Martirano, Samir Ahmad, Daniel, ISO only. Um, some of you, and we see your questions too. We'll get to all your questions just as soon as we get through this waiver portion, and before we get through the um, the you know whether we keep these guys, whether we drop them. If you have questions about guys you might want to drop this week uh, to get some new players off of waivers, you can put those in the chat. I've been I've been writing them down as 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 you guys have been uh, sending them in. Um, all right. Is, is there any, what do you want to talk about? A quarterback, tight ends? Uh, I think the tight ends are pretty awesome on the waivers this week. A lot of good options there. Gesicki, Graham. Jimmy Graham has really proven to be a I mean, he's a decent fantasy what, tight end. What, what leagues year. are these guys available in? <laughs> I want to play yeah, in leagues where I can get Dallas Goddard or Gesicki. Obviously, or. Goddard. Ebron has caught a little bit of fire lately. And we've got to see, I think, what happens with Big Ben right now. But he's been playable hooper looks like he's re-entering the picture um, big ben's so I think gonna you be fine a, big you got Tom a lot Lynch of good options. ben's fine so i wouldn't a lot of good him. options at tight end on waivers and i actually think quarterbacks are pretty good i went with jared goff at the top of the heat because he's got that matchup with the seahawks this week that we've seen a lot of quarterbacks feast in you know obviously people are feeling much better about Tua this week than they did last week i think he showed he can Start to add a little bit on the ground, too, for fantasy purposes, something to look at. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think Bridgewater, Locke, and Foles are all players that are on a lot of waivers that you can look at with a relative confidence Match, this week. Matchup based. Yeah, matchup based plays. And then if you are going to be looking, I mean, me personally, I've, I've, I've been sniffing around um, in, in my leagues just to see if Philadelphia was. If, if Philly was was dropped last week because um, you know the Philly, I believe they had, do they have Dallas? Who do they have? Or do they have the Giants? Yeah, they had a pretty big game. I, I think, think it's the they Giants. Got the, they got the Giants. So if they are available in your league, that's um, that's definitely one that I would go and go and look at. And the thing with that is, depending on how your depending on how your waiver system works. You might not even have to put them in on waivers. You could just pick them up in, in free agency tonight before the new waiver period starts since, they're, since they were on a bye week. And technically, their game never started this week to put them on to waivers. So um, that would be something to keep in mind as well. What do you think, man? you want to answer some of these questions or do you want – because yeah. we said we'll ask him. All, All right, right, this guy's – this guy's saying Christian Kirk or Robert Woods this week. We this is not going to. You guys asking start sick questions this early in the week is kind of kind of worthless. Um, but if when we're talking about Christian Kirk versus what Christian Kirk versus Buffalo, or we're talking about Robert Woods versus Seattle and playing Robert Woods ten times out of ten, I think what moves would you make with this following team, Byron? This is probably more of a question for you. The um, the quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson, the running backs are Derrick Henry, James Conner. The wide this looks like a good team to me. The wide receivers are Devontae Adams, AJ Brown. The flex is Kareem Hunt, tight end Hunter Henry. Um, would you make significant moves with that team? I think I would just kind of keep rolling. Pretty good team. You know, uh, that's a team I might I think you're fine with Henry. If if I could, I would start to look before my deadline to maybe try to pick up Mark Andrews. He, he's in the middle of tight end hell right now, and it, it doesn't really ease up too much. He's got one good matchup with Tennessee here on the horizon. But other than that, it's still – I think he's got Pittsburgh, and um, he, he's got another couple tough ones here coming up. But then he's got a good stretch for the fantasy playoffs, and 
I haven't just been blown away with Hunter Henry. So to me, if I could have Andrews on my team for a playoff run into the Henry, I'd probably like that. But otherwise, I think that dude has a pretty darn good team. Yeah. I mean, we saw even when Chubb comes back, I mean, Kareem Hunt was almost better. I might like Kareem Chubb Hunt. Yeah, I might yeah. like it better. Um, and then the other thing, if somebody comes around and sniff, if somebody comes sniffing around Derrick Henry, just keep in mind that, like, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm trying to go after Derrick Henry after this last game. I really, really want to get that big horse onto my teams uh, here for for the final stretch of the season. And I don't, I don't know if that's something you were planning on talking about in the trade cast, Byron. But he's certainly a uh, he's certainly a trade target that I'm looking to buy, see if I can buy low on this week. So um, I would not be getting rid of uh, Derrick Henry or move, making moves. Uh, Samir Ahmad's asking if we like Josh Reynolds this week. I I really don't. I don't. Do you? I mean. I think like is a strong word, but <laughs> it's not. It's, it's pretty tepid. It's pretty tepid. I'm like, pretty, I mean, I don't hate it. How about that? I don't hate it. I don't hate I mean, I don't hate it either. A bunch of these guys can can go off against the, the Seahawks. OK, and I still only ask. They're hoping for the Gabriel Davis. Right. Breakout. Would you trade Zeke for Kenyon Drake, Cooks and DJ Moore? His other Hell backs. Yeah. What? Hold on. His other backs are Kareem Eckler and Justin Jackson. He doesn't. He didn't have to. He only has one other healthy back. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I would. In principle, I would like to make that deal. I guess you got to see what's going on with Justin Jackson. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, if you can't, if you don't, if you can't start two backs this week, and you need two backs, then you can't really. Well, you know what? Zeke is going on. They're on a buy this week. They're on a buy. They're on a buy. Yeah. yeah. So I'd probably do it. And Drake could be back. I'd probably do it. Probably do it and just pick up a running back off a of waiver as a slide in if you got to start two running backs. Okay. Um, and finally, here, if there's been some more questions come in. This one from Wally P. Doyle. Ridley, 16 team keeper. I can't keep again. Would you package him and someone else for Chubb and Kelsey? My starting running backs. Or Gibson and Moss. Yes. You know what? And I want to go back on that last question. You know what? I think I would keep Zeke, actually, because we've got Zach Martin back and Andy Dalton is going to be back soon. So I still am down on Zeke, but uh, more I think about it, that's I think that's an improvement for him down the stretch. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have do people in our people. People. There was a question in the comments section last week. Of, at Roster Watch, they were asking me if they should trade Zeke and Tony Pollard for Jonathan Taylor and Jordan Wilkins. And I said, well, it's like, I understand, man, this is so bad with this Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert and stuff. But once we get Andy Dalton back, it's going to be back to a semblance of Yeah, a and semblance. I thought Zach, Zach Martin back is helping the offensive line. Right. That, that much was clear to me. So I guess on that one, I you know, to me, I think he was getting Drake, DJ Moore, and Cooks this that one I would only do if I needed the wide receivers. Otherwise, I'd stay put and wait. Yeah, just season. yeah. Well, we hope he's still tuned in. He didn't go and just click accept on that trade. Uh, <laughs> well, if he did, I don't think it's the worst. What about the sixteen team keeper league? I mean, don't you want to get Chubb and Kelsey and trade away Ridley in a package? He can't keep him again. His starting running backs are, are Antonio Gibson and Zach Moss. He needs Nick Chubb. This is the perfect time yeah, to get him back. Yeah, yeah, and, and Kelsey is. Yeah, what are we talking about? That's like, yeah. yes, you want those guys. Um, okay, and then uh, one QB league PPR redraft his record. This is KLS talks. Oh man, oh, he's man. he is he's one and eight. Trade Henderson and Stafford for Ceh. 
and Landry and Matt Ryan. Yeah, sure, man. Give yourself a shot. You get two. Tra- yeah, yeah. You give yourself two players. You can plug in. I mean, obviously, what's going on is not 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 working. I would do that. I would do that. And I, Matt Ryan's an upgrade over Stafford. And then Clyde is. I'd still rather have Clyde than Henderson. And you're getting Landry out of it too, who's a decent player at this point with no Odell. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, Samir Ahmad asks, "Would you trade Zeke for Diggs?" His other so trade Zeke for Stephon Diggs. His other running backs are Miles, um, so Sanders. Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, Jarek McKinnon, Chase Edmonds. I'm I'm I don't know. If I needed a wide, I receiver, want to know who your other wide receivers yeah. are. Only if you need a wide receiver. If yeah. so, that's fine. Uh, uh, I'd rather I'm not, have. I'm not dying I mean, maybe to, go out could, and make that trade. I'm not dying to. Go yeah, out and make it that just trade. depends on if you need a wide receiver. Um, would you rather keep Zeke and send Gibson? The problem is he probably needs to play Gibson this week. So yeah. I'd rather send Gibson than Zeke if I could in that deal. But maybe you could, I mean, sure is there any way you could send Gibson and McKinnon for digs or something? Yeah, so that'd be that's the best what I do. Thing to do. All right. Uh let's get to the to the to the drops or the drops or the keeps that for the for the people and we'll, then we'll get out of here. Right, let's hustle but, here. Le'Veon Bell. Um drop if you have to but i'd try to keep i try to keep i try to keep i wouldn't get too crazy right now about dropping Levy on though um Devontae freeman i think you can drop him mark ingram drop alex has been saying it for months travis homer drop i need to ask you that Jonathan Taylor. I hate to even ask. Somebody asked in the comments at roster. I don't think so. No, I like his schedule. And uh, truthfully, he still got the same snap count as Wilkins last week. So let's just watch that one for a couple weeks. AJ Dillon is a drop. Um, what about him? What about him? What about Henry Ruggs? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't drop him unless I absolutely had to. I'd try to, would you drop him for Jalen Rager? Yes. Yep. Would you drop him for Curtis Samuel? Maybe. I think, yeah, it's I'd like I, I think I think I, I think I'd do it. I think I'd do it maybe sixty percent of the time. But and, th- and there's some leagues where I wouldn't get rid of rugs. Um, but okay. I wouldn't be doing it to stash Curtis Samuel. I'd only be doing that because I have to play Curtis Samuel or something. And you like the mat, the upcoming match? Who, yeah. who do they even? It's against Tampa and. Well, the Raiders have that. a good ma- the Raiders have a good matchup this week. I'm yeah, pretty sure. So maybe I wouldn't. Um, They're in the same tier on the sheet, so I don't think you ever go way out far out of your way to spend a lot of energy doing those kind of moves if they're that close on the sheet. Robert Robert Tunyon. I'd have to look at his last target volume, but uh, from what I can remember, I think he can be dropped. I mean, I look at these guys. Look so, at, these are good tight ends on the waiver wire this week. I know. It's like, do you drop him for Austin Hooper? Tunyon, one target, five yards, 62% week nine. Week eight was seven targets, 79 yards. And he's decent. I don't know. I, I'd play the matchups, but I'd rather – I'd look at the matchups, but if the matchups were similar, I think I like two. He had, he had two targets in week seven. I like Gasicki, Grant, Goddard more. I mean, yeah. unless I think the it matchups could, are like polar opposites. Could could be time. I I I think a dynasty is a definite definite hole, especially in tight end super premium. But like, 
you know, because like I, I own him in that format and I wouldn't think about dropping him in that format. Yeah. But in, but in, but in, but in, but in redraft, I think you probably can. Um, this is a weird, how about Ronald Jones? I don't think I you don't can think drop you him. Drop Ronald Jones. No, all it takes is a Leonard Fournette injury and Ronald Jones is going to be back or, to, or it just takes maybe the, not do Just takes the game, not getting out of getting into a game script yeah, where they have to throw it. Low upside play, but I mean, look, if you, ha- I have to play him this week and I don't feel good about it, but it's like, you never know, man, it, he attached that offense. He just got to get in the end zone and it can happen. So he's not a drop. He's not Mal- a drop. Malcolm Brown, the, the Mally cat from Cibolo steel. I think if you need to drop him, you can. LaVisca Chenault, painful one to ask. If you, yeah, I mean, he's on the sheet, but he's low on the sheet. So there's a lot of guys higher. And uh, yeah, he can be dropped if he needs to be. Um, KLS1 is asking if you can drop one guy. This is a good one. Nobody's asking about this. What about Hollywood Brown? Can can you drop him? Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Who, do you, who, do you, who do you drop then? Hollywood Brown, CeeDee Lamb. Brandon Ayuk, DJ Moore, or Mike Davis? Because that 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 comes into my next question about these Dallas guys, CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. Um, out of those I mean, guys. I'd like to – and probably Davis. I mean, I know we don't want to drop Davis. Mike Davis, no, no. I get, I, I'm not I dropping know. him, period. Maybe CeeDee Lamb. Maybe CeeDee Lamb. Then. What if Christian McCaffrey's out for like two more weeks? I mean, Mike Davis is an RB1. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, so. Maybe Lamb. But not Hollywood. It's just not time yet. I mean, it's. Not, I mean, Hollywood is at least no. I mean, it's probably closer than it should be. Shouldn't, but it, shouldn't it be? I a, would drop Lamb. Not Ayuk. It could be Ayuk. For shit quarterback Ayuk. stuff. Debo. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's, it's Ayuk. Mullins back. Yeah, Ayuk. It's Ayuk. Ayuk. Yeah, yeah. That just took us. We took a circuitous tropical storm eight eight route yeah. to get to that one. Yeah. All right, three, three, three. Or no, two, two, two more. Two guys that are. Kind of golden stones. One that Trash Man loves, one that we love. What about Darius Slayton? I wouldn't drop him, but he's tough to sure is tough to play. Future mayor of Los Angeles, Joshua Kelly. Uh, I'd hold him until we know more about Justin Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>